pull my weapon, always cock the window, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Hey, how's it going? Bro, that shit was weird you sent me to. What do you mean? That my host shit. What about it? Bro, I went to that, right? Uh-huh. I heard you and I never heard back from you, right? So you send another link. So I yeah. the link, and then I get a random girl. I'm like, nope. Yeah, man. Uh, that That's the thing. It's like I opened up the link originally looking for someone else, and uh, then you joined in, and then it cut you out because I couldn't hear you the whole time. Uh, but I was, I was thinking I might I might take up, like, improv in uh, – in these shows for now on. I think that'd be cool to completely just wrap my mind around a character. Uh, straight method acting, you know. Um, yeah, I think I might start doing that. I'll start, I'll do it by like the draw, like drawing of a hat, you know, I'll just pick them out. So I'll, I'll put like some kind of disorder. So it'll be like schizophrenia or like, you know, manic depression. Or, you know, just something crazy random. Uh, and then, like, it'll be, like, Dr. Phil type dude or, like, a, a Steve Austin type dude, you know. Or, like, uh, maybe I'll do, like, Christopher Walken one day. <laughs> I think I might have to take that up. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, on this podcast, I have no clue what we're going to talk about. I only have some topics. Uh, yeah, it's uh, mainly about a like judgment and uh, basically uh, just uh, seeing if, uh, you know, should your choices represent you, like your hair, uh, your social media choices, your movie choices, um, your skin, uh, choices in cars, Choice in love interests, music, even smoking, and your choice in friends. Like, should those be a determining factor of what kind of person you are? I would say not, because just because you listen to a certain type of music or dress a certain way doesn't mean you're that type of person. It's all influences on you. Well, I mean, some of them aren't even influences, but you're right. Uh, it's probably not best to judge someone based off of that because, you know, they could be dressing one way and be the complete opposite. It could be for better or for worse. But what people don't normally take into consideration, they don't they don't try to take the time to actually get to know the person. It's easier just to judge them off a quick glance. And that's why people say you got to, you know, put your best foot forward. But um, yeah. how do you feel about those? Uh, should they stop you from getting a job? Should they stop you from getting a job? Basically, in, in this one, I think it'd be more along. I mean, of course, uh, skin. Uh, I don't really like to reach out and say that I do not understand why Latinos have their own little section. Like, you can be any race that says, are you any race but Latino? If you're Latino, check this box. I don't understand that. I think that that's kind of racist. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but this is America. 
this is America. <laughs> exactly. And we're racist. Oh, I know I am. I'm just saying. Well, no, no, no. no. I'm saying, like, America is racist. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, the, the people who have the higher power and able to do stuff are racist. And, you know, with Donald Trump being our president and just it's showing its true color. What about um, your hair? If your hair at a new job, normally people try to get it done nice. I mean, more so for guys who have, you know, different hairstyles. Girls, they let their hair down. They put their hair up. They look all fine and dandy. Guys, we, we have, I feel like we have to try a little harder with our hair. We can't have certain hairstyles and go into a job interview. It, it's like an automatic, you know, like, 50, yeah. 70% that we're not going to make it. Right. And I, I totally agree with that. And that's also what happened to me at O'Neill. Like, I didn't care, like, that I put my hair in ponytails. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, like, I felt like I shouldn't be judged yeah. off of how my hair looks. Because why is it that a guy with two ponytails can come in and make over a thousand dollars in a day. But then your other workers who just look normal and look like they don't want to be here. Can't even do shit like me. Yeah, I completely agree. And that's part of the reason why I always try to stay dressed and comfortable in what I wear. I wear beat up jeans. Uh, I don't like holes because it gets cold, but uh, beat up jeans are all faded. I like wearing my flannels. Uh, some, I like to be plain. I like my shoes. Uh, they can have holes in them. I don't care. People could judge me off of that, and I'll, I like to prove them wrong. Um, right. So do you think that social media should – social media and then after that's going to be smoking. Social media and smoking, should those affect you in getting a job? Um, I would say social media definitely should affect you getting a job. So, um, because like, if you be posting like weird shit, like memes, memes and like conspiracy theories and like, just like hate shit or anything that's just negative, it's just going to look bad on you as a person. But why, why should that matter if, if just imagine this if uh social media is uh like a safe place in a sense where everybody can speak out and say things and feel things you know openly in a sense why should the jobs use something such as a social media site to judge how it's going to be an act of your character because they they feel that what you would put on social media you would do on do in person. Okay, that's that, that to me that sounds ridiculous, but I I, I understand. Um, it, well, it, it, I think it's ridiculous too. by by I what you knowledge like general knowledge. I know, but check it by what you said. That's basically this comes down to the how people see Grand Theft Auto. These kids shouldn't right. be playing Grand Theft Auto because they're over here killing cops and police, and that's what they're going to do in real life. Nah, I yes. play Grand Theft Auto because I can't kill cops in real life, because I can't just run over people, all right? I post these memes because if I were to say that out loud, I'm pretty sure people would be offended. 
but the fact that it's on the internet where we all have a freedom of speech and it's a fucking safe place, I feel that I can say that regardless of if I feel that way 100% or not. Or if maybe I just like the picture and the meme itself, it reminded me of something. I don't think that that should be a direct judgment on someone's character. Right. No, I totally feel that. And that's the problem is that, you know, everybody's just so judgmental and everything has to be in a box. It has to be put in something. Very true. Um, so next is smoking. Um, should it stop you from getting a job? Uh, whether it's, uh, let's just say, MMJ or actual cigarettes or anything in between and far off. Um, you know, in states like California, Colorado and stuff, I don't think that it should affect you as much. Even some states over here, I think like Jersey and um, th- there's a, co- a New York, you know, they're medical, they're recreational. That, that's fine and dandy. Don't do it on the job, you know. But I mean, like cigarettes, you know that you can go and get a job and you could be working with someone who doesn't smoke cigarettes and they won't get a break. But because you smoke cigarettes, they are almost obligated to give you a break. That is bull crap. That pisses me off. Well, I mean, check it. You can easily get more breaks because especially if, if you're a... Uh, your supervisor, your manager smokes, then they know what it's like to, to go through those little fiending withdrawals when you when you go more than two hours, two and a half hours without a damn cigarette. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you may have someone else working the same amount of hours as you. They might get one break, you know, but for you, you can try to pull it off and ask for another break or something, you know. I don't know the smoking. Uh, I've I've not been to a job where I absolutely could not smoke, but there's jobs that I felt damn uncomfortable smoking at, like uh, like working at GameStop. I hated smoking at that. The smoking on my break and stuff that that just felt weird. There's always little kids around and shit. Um, let's see. Should any of those stop you from furthering a relationship? Uh, yeah, that's a tough question because my whole thing is like, okay, the, the girl I want doesn't smoke weed, at least to my knowledge, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, my thing is that I want my woman to smoke at least a blunt with me a day. Hmm. Now, to some people, they say that's a lot. They say you're a stoner. Borderline? But but I wouldn't say you're a stoner just because you smoke one blunt a day. Well, it's the fact that it's a day. That means you smoke 30 blunts in a month, which down the line comes out to about two ounces in a sense, because I mean, if you if you put one gram into a blunt, that's a pretty small blunt. So I'm just gonna up it to two G's a blunt, which is roughly two ounces a month, which would definitely you know put you in the classification as a stoner. Damn. I mean, at the end of the year, that's a a pound and a half. Oh, 
<laughs> but um as far as other relationships uh, you know back back to the to the lineup uh hair social media movies you watch there's some girls i tell them i like horror films i like to pin pick at them and find all the flaws and you know i like cheesy films you know some some don't like films uh skin some girls you know we talked about it with the the girls on a uh, lost in a women's wonderland we said should skin tone affect you know um car i realized that car is a big a, a big stepping stone onto a relationship or not some girls that's like mandatory and those girls are kind of going to be on the more needy side uh more demanding music there you know because sometimes you have to like the same music luckily uh i'm pretty open with music right me too i'm hella so i can definitely put aside whatever i want to listen to on my own and listen to whatever she wants to listen to i don't care as long as it's music uh smoking we covered Uh, i personally would like a girl that doesn't smoke too much or at all in the long run i think that'd be kind of nice but uh beggars can't be choosers right i'm not gonna <laughs> but uh and, and friends if girls are tripping off of your friends they gotta go uh, i don't know how many times that's been the issue uh new girl steps in you know uh the buddy either me or you or even back then with e-man get a new girl in the in the mix and uh she has a problem with one of the boys unfortunately she gotta go <laughs> yeah it, but it, should that all be a part like is that is that prejudgment like see because i'm prejudging any girl that doesn't like my friends and tells me i have to leave my friends or not talk to my friends without knowing what we've been through she's already gone like those words if they get uttered in the slightest she's gone there's that's that's something i don't want to deal with is that wrong of me no well i don't think there's nothing wrong with that i mean because there's a lot of there's a lot of girls that do that there's guys that do that too you know I feel bad for some girls that they've had dude friends for years or girlfriends for years. And as soon as they roll up in a new relationship, they, they have to toss everyone and leave everyone behind for their, for their new, new. And uh, I can't tell if that's like a prejudgment thing, or maybe that's just insecurities. You know, maybe they're not happy with the fact that you actually have friends that are like family you know um that is yeah that is kind of true but they should um they should be able to see them as your family yeah but see people get jealous yeah true. i mean high key i give my friends more attention than uh than a female I mean, because at the end of the day, you're not fucking your friends. I mean, that girl's going to get it when we get back to the house, when we get back to the room. I mean, it's different. Your homies, you got to pay attention. Even if even if your homie's a chick, you got to pay attention to them while they're there, especially if you're going home with your girl. And I mean, I'm not trying to bash on 
any girlfriends and stuff, I'm sure, I hope they'd be able to understand that if I'm going to see my friends for an hour, but I'm going to spend 10 hours with you. I mean, can we live it up? Right. Let's see. Should any of those give you special privileges? Um, that's a good question. Because, I mean, like, uh, I'm not going to pull a race card yet, but uh, smoking, doesn't that give you privileges? Not really. You don't think that because you smoke, other people are more enticed to smoke you out or to maybe feel that you're an easier person to talk to if they see you lighting up a blunt or a bowl. If they were to walk into a party and didn't know anybody, but they were stoners and they walked and they just saw the gancha, doesn't that give you a little bit of a privilege? Doesn't that spark a conversation? Um, Depending on the situation, like most of the times, most people, I rarely got smoked out when it wasn't like people I really knew. Most of the times people just like, uh, pack you a snap and say it's a bowl and it's not really a snap. But um, the last time, I would say it's either A, your piece that what gets you noticed. Like Medusa, for instance. Medusa, we were out there and these people only drove up to us because they wanted to see it. So, I mean, that's kind of what I just said, you know. I think yeah. that smoking in a sense for stoners is almost a privilege because it's like a, it's an unspoken bond. Like a stoner can always walk up to another stoner okay. and they, they'll be chill. They just yeah, exactly. You know, okay. Yeah, I see that. It's like, um, uh, other things for privileges, I would say could be car. Having a car will definitely get you a, It'll get you some acquaintances, some friends. Yeah. Is it a privilege? No, most of them are there to you know you use you utilize your car and have you drive them around, and drop them off places. Um, is it a privilege to be able to jump up out of any situation when it's not your scene and and leave? Yeah, that's pretty tight too. Uh, the skin card that gives you privileges to an extent. I mean, being over here on the East Coast, I feel like uh, if you're white, you definitely have a better chance of getting black girls. And uh, if you're black, you definitely have a better chance of getting white girls. Um, that's not exactly the, the race card I'm sure you guys all guessed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so those are the privileges I see. Uh, you know, it's just those are the kind of kind of groups and kind of things that uh that happens you know with with being a color i mean for you especially clumsy uh you being white and being a rapper intrigues a lot of black people guy or girl they are astounded they are in shock they're in awe when you flow and you got bars it's like it's almost unheard of and unbelievable the fact that you're doing this. And that that's yeah. low-key almost a privilege. Like, because as soon as you spit, you have I mean, 
you can walk up with eight to nine other black people and we could all say that we rap. They're going to want to hear you a to see if you can actually do it or b to, to try to hope that you can't. So your right. odds are going to be just a little bit better because you actually have bars. But I'm saying, you know, you got, that's kind of like a, a shock factor, like a wow factor kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a punch in the mouth. Oh, yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. No, you. As far as uh, social media, I don't know about too many privileges through that. Uh, I guess I, I make friends and uh, that's that's it. Um, what What do you think would give you special privileges that people judge right off of glance? None that I can think of right now that I know. No problem. Um, let's see. Shit. Uh, give you special privileges among someone with the same opinion towards. Um, should they represent you? Uh, tailor what you say. Okay, so should these items tailor what you say in a conversation to somebody so should you have to remanufacture how you would talk to someone you know whether you're biting your lip or holding a word in or maybe you're throwing out another word uh when you talk to people uh about you know their hair or social media or about their car you know like do you ever hold back you have a filter you know, I know you don't for music. You can you can definitely take a lot of disagrees with that. I've taken a lot of L's uh, when I talk about music because people aren't open to music. You know, so sometimes I just gotta I gotta bite my tongue and kick back because I'm not trying to offend someone who's not even willing to listen to a song. You know. Uh, yeah, no, I totally understand. So is do you feel you have to? tailor what you say for any of those or anything that you know uh, to kind of stop people from judging you i don't know i feel like no matter what i do or what i say i'm always gonna be judged i feel like people judge you within the first 15 seconds it's very true you know, so it's like, no matter, like, I think people, people judge me because of the fact that I'm just a happy-go-lucky, positive person who's not afraid to be himself, and people judge me for that and laugh and try to, like, take, like, when I was at work, I remember my managers got mad at this person because they're trying to take Snapchats of me, like, because I don't care, like, I'm going to do me no matter what at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, you know, like, there's sometimes where, like, you just want to make sure, like, you want to sound right, you know, like, when, like, you're, like, complimenting somebody. Yeah, no, I, I hate when I compliment someone and they take it as, like, a rude 
smart remark or like a like I'm dissing them, like I'm being sarcastic or something. I'm like I was genuinely trying to be nice to you. You can't even fucking take a hint. No, I understand. So uh yeah, what's uh what's what's Gucci, my nigga? Okay, so do you do you think that a person would change for for their loved one? Do you think a person would do you think a person would smoke weed? I I don't think they should have to change. So here here's here we are. It goes both ways. If if you love someone and they don't like what you do, there's a catch twenty two. You should yourself change for them if you care about what how they feel about you, especially if it's for your 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 greater good, better for your health. But B, if they care about you and they know that that's what what you're about and that's what you like, then they won't try to change you. So it goes both ways. You can do it for love and they can do it for love. And it could both be seen as doing the wrong thing. You shouldn't have to change, but it happens, you know? Okay, so maybe change isn't the word I'm looking for. Well, it kind of is. But it's like, okay, so it's like, I don't need a lot, like, when it comes to relationship. I really don't. Like, but one of my main things I want to happen is is that I want to be able to smoke with my girl. Well. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's why I say, like, do you think someone would change, like, if, like, like, if the person doesn't have a bad view on marijuana, would they be open to do it and if that's at least try it first goes back to being judgmental yeah i think that's all you can ask for i mean you can ask them to try if they don't want to try it well then a they either have already tried it and didn't like it or b they just don't want to try it i mean it's you can't force anyone to do anything you know, you can only hope that, hey, you know, this is, this is how I imagine we'd be spending our time together, but, you know, shit, just sit in the hot box with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's as much as I can say. I mean, eventually she might, she might just decide to pull up and hit it. Um, I, I don't think anybody should ever be forced to change or do something they're not willing to do even for a loved one a loved one or a love a new relationship or anything because you shouldn't be putting them through that stress if you really care about them so in my mind there's this perfect world where you're playing tug of war and the flag stays right in the center and nobody's mad which is damn near impossible 
because that's not how you win the game. So, I mean, regardless, there's going to be ups and downs. Um, so basically that comes down to compromise. Y'all got to compromise on the thing. So that that's my version of compromise as uh, Havers in the hot box. You still smoke. She's still next to you. You guys are still spending time together. Right. Don't feel that. Yeah, that boy. Why is it do you think people judge so quick? Because they're afraid of the truth. They don't even want to know. They don't they don't really want to see. They don't want to find out who you are. They want to just look at you and give you a quick opinion because they're afraid. Afraid of what? I don't know whatever goes into their fears. Obviously, if they judge you harshly or something for a reason, it's there's something about your aesthetics or the way you move or the way you talk they don't like. It goes for just like if they judge you and they like you. Like how, how do you step into a room and see a girl and then think that you're automatically in love? There's something that she's putting off. Uh, some people pick up on vibes. I don't think vibes... Uh, I don't think you can judge vibes too much because you have to be pretty spot on for that. I mean, maybe you can. I don't get haters. Uh, Maybe you ever meet somebody who's just so happy, it's cringy. Like, they're so happy and nice, it just makes you mad. No, I have not met that person yet. All right, well, see that's the kind of thing that would make someone judge. They don't like you just because you're happy. They want you to be miserable because they're miserable. That sounds about right. Hmm? That sounds about right. Yeah, so because they're miserable, they want a reason for you not to be happy. They want to give you a reason before figuring out who you are. It's like if you find a cute girl or for the girls that they find a cute dude, they're going to find a reason to come and talk to you if they like you. They're going to give you a reason in their mind. They're going to be like, you know, the, the people People are weird, you know? Yeah, we fabricate a lot of things that aren't really there, or aren't really going on to make it easier for us to believe what, we, what we're doing is right. We all have a way of... Uh, justifying what we do whether you know what it is whether I know what it is whether we understand why they did what they did in their mind they have a justified reason for why they did that regardless of if it makes sense to anybody else so you can't you can't really move past that people do what they want nobody's being forced I, I can't stress how easy it is to not judge anybody any how even more so easy it is to walk up and just uh you know welcome somebody or say hello greet somebody it's the easiest thing in the world regardless of if they want to have a conversation or not you can always step up and and say hello i'm pretty sure your time is worth more than them just sitting there in their head not talking to anybody 
Right. I feel that. Yeah. So why do you think that when it comes to <clears throat> why do you think that we have to categorize everything? Um it's our own little version of an explanation, I guess. If if we categorize it, it makes it just easier to to sort through the bullshit. So if I see somebody and I'm like, that guy, that guy's Asian, that guy's Mexican, that guy has dirty clothes, he's homeless, you know, it, it's easier for me just to say that okay. and, and not associate myself with them rather than walking up and actually, you know, making an interaction with someone. But. Okay. I personally don't have any problems with making friends. I, I think I've said that before. I can literally walk into any room and make a friend with anybody. It's it's the vibes you put out and I mean you can't you can't be feeling sheltered. I feel that. Do you? Yeah, but my, but my whole thing about it is like the one thing you know I think it also goes back to being judgmental is that you know people everything is in categories and no matter what you're going to be judged for that category you choose to be you're right. it's like when I look at it in music you know look at Take Drake that he was that he made a pop song and yet he got nominated for rap. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> he's he's kind of a rapper. But then, but see, that doesn't make sense because it's a pop. It's song. a pop song, but he is a a rap artist. I mean, the was there another person in the pop genre? That got a award for rap, Macklemore. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, but, but yeah, but Macklemore wasn't nominated. I know. Rap. I'm just saying, like, if it was, if Macklemore ever got one for rap, in my mind, he's a pop. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. You see, that happened. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like. I don't consider him an actual rapper. His, his his whole style is just a little bit too much. And not, I'm not saying he doesn't have bars because I'm sure that guy got bars. I'm saying the type of music and the types of beats and the type of songs that he does, those aren't hip-hop and those aren't rap. But he it, it does fall under, you know, pop, kind of like uh, popping bands and stuff. Like he, he has some good songs that aren't rap but he can still get an award under being a rapper. Uh, Drake could be nominated and get an award when he's a rapper for a pop song. Is that, am I correct or no? So like, 
He wasn't really um. So Hotline Bling, that's the song. That's not pop, but I guess in the sense, it's not as hard as his rap. I mean, but would you say it's a rap song? No, but it's not pop. I mean, so what would you call that? Well, it depends. What album is it on? Uh, views. And then that goes to rap. I don't know. That that one's definitely a touchy subject. But it kind of does go down to judging. I mean, uh, I think that was wrongly categorized, but it's, it's also kind of bare. There's no in-between. I think we talked about this on like the first and the second podcast. Like <laughs> the pop stars and stuff, man, it kind of... Uh, you know, when I hear pop, I think uh, Taylor Swift's kind of like country pop and uh, Bruno Mars and stuff. So he says, Drake says to uh, in this article, he says that because he's a black artist, and he's apparently a rapper, even though Hotline Bling is not a rap song. And he won the category for it. And he said, the only category they can manage to fit me in is in in a rap category, maybe because I've rapped in the past or because I'm black. Hotline Bling won Best Rap Song and Best Rap, best rap Song Collaboration. But One Dance, which was the first song to reach 1 billion streams on Spotify, didn't receive any recognition whatsoever. (sighs) Well, you know what, man? Um, uh, Not too deep into the music industry or business. That's something I cannot answer. I mean, maybe they just... That's my view on categories, so that's why, like... That's that's how my views are formed over categories because it's like that's sad. Like music should be music. Yeah, that. If it's, a, um, it's if it's a pop song, it's a pop song. Right, that's true. <laughs> hmm. Well, shoot. So the Golden State Warriors whooped the the Rockets tonight. Hmm. 126 to 85. Oh, well, well, well. Um let's uh let's let's kick this in one more notch. Uh I'd like to Damn, these topics are just not flying right now. Oh, geez, Louise. Yeah, well, I think that's a nice little spiel about judgment. Uh, Obviously, people are going to always judge. I just like to say, don't be so quick to make a judgment. If anything, aim to make a positive judgment on someone. 
I mean, if you're wrong, you're wrong, but you got to get to know them to know that you're wrong. If you make a indecent judgment upon someone by the dress, the friends they talk to, their social media, the music they listen to, their hair, their car, or anything like that, you're not even giving them a chance to to bud. Maybe you guys could have a, a pretty cool friendship or relationship. So uh, before you judge the next person, uh, maybe judge them positively. Maybe like, uh, I like... I like those shoes. This guy's got style. I like her hair. She knows what she's doing. I like her makeup. Um, you know, I like the way that this person speaks. You know, so next time, just try to judge a little more positively. Maybe get to know someone. You might you might have a new friend. If not, uh, shoot, uh, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just trying to help y'all out. I don't hate on no one. <laughs> I hate on people. Yeah. <laughs> I know I hate on people. I just, I really do try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I hope they give me the same. I feel you. On that. But uh, we're going to wrap up this uh, judgment topic. And uh, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, this is Voice of Vessels. I'm um, Two Tones. I'm Clumsy. And uh, yeah, if you got anything you want to say, any hate mail, any, you know, if you want to be on the show, uh, yeah, just hit up my email. We'll get back to you. We wouldn't mind having some new guests. Stay classy. Stay classy. Thanks for listening. Yeah.